Welcome back to the Deadstream Church Podcast. This podcast is made to... I can't remember the rest, though. Welcome back to the Desert Springs Church Podcast. It exists to supplement the ministry and growth of the body here at Desert Springs Church. My name is Drew. I'm here with Pastor Alex Schroeder. Say hi. Hey, guys. All right. And Jason... Jason Carl Bickers. Jason... Mm -mm. William Bickers. I'm trying to guess your middle name. I like to guess people's middle names. Am I anywhere close with William? Uh, two more guesses, and then I'll give you the letter. Okay, Jason. I have no idea. Clarence. 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 Absolutely. Jason not. Clarence Bickers. Is it two oh, syllables? Hey, do, no, no. Do this. Do this. Give us your initials. J D B. D. David. No. <clears throat> that's my middle name. Donovan. <laughs> uh, Dolores. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> that's Jason it. Dolores Bickers. Uh, Jason Daniel. Daniel. Yes, yeah, there Daniel. you go. Daniel. Jason Daniel Bickers. Uh, Jason, uh, why don't you introduce yourself to uh, the podcast? Just tell us uh, who you are, where you came from, and why you are here. And just include your height and weight and how big your biceps are, <laughs> just for just for reference for everybody. Go ahead. Okay. My name is Jason Daniel Bickers. I came from Kentucky. I go to Boyce College. And I've been interning here at DSC for the last 10 weeks. My biceps are half the size of Drew Hodges. <laughs> that's, that's a helpful, helpful yeah. frame of reference. And I'm 5'9", like 160, 165. Ding, ding. All right. Uh, well, we wanted to have you on. Uh, you've been here for the last 10 weeks and uh, doing an internship with us as you're about to head back for your senior year mm -hmm. at Boys College. And... Tell us uh, first, how did you get connected with our church and, and this internship? Yeah, so my first connection was with Alex Schroeder, actually, when he was an RD at Boyce College. He was my RD for my first year. So I was pretty close with Alex. I felt like we met quite a bit. Um, I wasn't on student leadership. I was just a student that admired him and the wisdom he would give me. So I hung out with him a lot. We all admire Alex. Wow. We do. Yeah. He's oh. an admirable guy. Yes. Um, and then Ryan Kelly's son, Will came my junior year roomed with me. Well, he was in my suite. Okay. And so I had Alex Schroeder and I had Will Kelly. Yeah. And Alex was the one that reached out to me about the internship in the winter. Yeah. Maybe if you could just tell our church, they know you're an intern, but I don't know if they all know what you did. Mm. So can you just tell them what kind of big overviews? What were you doing this summer? What was an average week like? At the beginning of it, Ryan... Pastor Ryan told me it's much more of a learning and observing internship than a doing. So a lot of my time was spent just listening to you guys talk and you guys have meetings. I did do stuff, but a lot of it is like scattered times of conversations with different elders and listening to you guys have your meetings. And I sat there silently. So um, Mondays were very chill, kind of did like some reading for different book studies we had throughout the week and discipleship groups. And if there was reading for elders meeting. Um, Tuesdays were the busy days with meetings of elders meeting and then service eval, meeting with a smaller group of the elders planning the next elders meeting agenda. Wednesday, we had some discipleship group, um, a really, I think, fruitful and enjoyable book study with some guys in the church. And then Thursday was more kind of reading, small meetings, um, served as a leader in the youth group on Thursday nights. And then the weekends were kind of full of being in different people's houses, hanging out with friends, exploring New Mexico. A lot of that time would have been filled in with all kinds of random conversations in different elders' offices, asking questions, um, observing. 
Have you done an internship like this before? I've not. Yeah. First time intern. First time and last time probably. Yeah. <laughs> what What was uh, the most surprising thing about your time here with us? I think the least expected thing was, might sound a little stereotypical, but how much my love for the body of Christ grew. Kind of being in the realm of seminary and college, learning about these things. Um, it's like topics and chapters in your books and it's lectures and it's talks that you're hearing about, but being kind of removed from that realm for the summer and just being in the body, learning from like actually being with the elders and um, learning about different families in the church, hearing their burdens and what they're going through. It just, I don't know, it did something to kind of bolster my desire to be in the body, love the body, serve the body. So that might sound like an expected answer. Like you, you interned at a church it's kind of expected your love for the body of Christ would grow, but I think I was just surprised at how much it did grow being removed from the academic side of things to just observe and sit under faithful men who are serving the body day in and day out every no, week. That sounds like a successful internship. Jason, I've heard you talk about your love for New Mexico. Yeah. Yes. So share with Praise God. our church your experience of yeah. The Southwest for the first time. Yeah. So this is the farthest from home you've ever been, right? Yeah. And not just farthest from home, but the farthest you've never been past the Mississippi River until it's coming true. out here, right? Louisville, oh, wow. Kentucky was the furthest west on the map I had ever been. Yeah. So I've been telling people all summer that I love Albuquerque and Albuquerque is the coolest and you it's should. amazing. It is. And I think I was talking to someone yesterday. I think what I realized was what I meant was <laughs> what I meant was the West in New Mexico is awesome. Albuquerque is nuts. <laughs> I think I think my love is is for the West and everything out here. Albuquerque is cool. You want to get nuts? <laughs> Come to Albuquerque. Yeah. Yes. Uh, so, that, yeah, I've true. loved it. But Albuquerque is unique. What have been your highlights of Albuquerque, the West? The things I've loved about the West. Yeah. The climate. Okay. The mountains. Um just last night for the first time I went and visited the volcanoes mm. and I think it's awesome that I can just look and see volcanoes far away, hop on a road that looks like it's going to the direction of the volcanoes, <laughs> yeah. drive till I find a parking lot. No, no, literally. Like I just find a parking lot and then I just start marching until I end up on the volcano. Yeah. I think that's awesome. Like, yeah, doesn't cost a lot of money to go see really beautiful things. Mm -hmm. Um, mm -hmm. so can you share the things you found really helpful or instructive to you as someone aspiring to ministry that you'd learned or saw or were helped by during your internship? Yeah, I think one of the really helpful things I saw was the, the large plurality of elders spending time with them individually. Um, oftentimes I would get closer with one of the elders and they would share with me different inner workings of the body, maybe even some stuff that's more like nitty gritty. But throughout this entire 10 weeks, not once did I ever hear one of the elders slander another one of the elders or talk down about them. And so I, I was really encouraged and I feel like I learned a lot just seeing the unity among the elders and the love they have for each other as they work um, together every day. And then, I mean, at 6 a.m. on Tuesday mornings, they're sitting around the table just praying for members of the church by name. So it was really instructive for me to see even that simple uh, kind of unity that the elders had with one another how much of preparation for ministry is like cultivating personal holiness. Yeah, that's good. How would you describe Desert Springs Church to someone back home in Louisville? Yeah, I would say Desert Springs Church is full of so many kind people 
it was, I mean, I introduced myself to some people and got to know people that way, but I really didn't have to. Uh, like on a Sunday morning, I had so many people, especially the first few weeks, coming up to me, introducing themselves to me, um, asking me all kinds of questions about myself. Uh, Desert Springs was a church that made me feel kind of selfish because they were asking about me all the time. So I got to tell them about myself. I was just like, man, these people are so kind seeking to learn who I am. I didn't feel like I was some unknown stranger walking through Desert Springs, even though I was only here for 10 weeks. Desert Springs is a singing church. Praise um, God. Yeah. Mm. That's Drew, Drew Hodge's fault. Wow. And the Lord giving them joy. Yeah. It's his fault. Yeah. That's great. I've enjoyed having you sing with us. Uh, you've engaged really well and uh, you've just engaged well uh, across the board with the mm. youth and with uh, serving in, in different ways. Uh, you were part of VBS week, you were mm. part of youth camp, um, and just jumping in with our staff uh, and elders. You've done really well, Jason, and mm. connecting with us. Uh, so I really appreciate that. Thanks, man. Drew acknowledged this already. You're going back for your senior year. Mm-hmm. So you're kind of at a pivotal point in life at yeah. some level. You're wrapping up a significant season. And then the world is your oyster. Um, how do you, how has this internship uh, helped you just think through future direction in life? Maybe it hasn't. Maybe it's just been questions you've asked along the way, mm-hmm. but has it been helpful for you? And if so, how? Yeah, uh, it's been extremely helpful for me. And I would say unexpectedly what this internship has really done in my mind is teach me how long the path of preparation to becoming an elder can be and probably should be in most cases. So I've just learned a lot about how much, like I said a couple minutes ago, how much personal holiness and kind of just generally being a really good church member and practicing that kind of takes place. If I've got this this desire to be in ministry someday, full-time ministry or vocational ministry of some sort, if I aspire to that, it's not a small thing. It's not something to be taken lightly. It's not something to assume I can do well at a young age or without good preparation. And so this internship has really shown me how many things I kind of need to have set in motion now and be thinking about it daily and aspiring daily and preparing daily for that. Because, I mean, the book we read, um, The Path to Being a Pastor, he kind of lays out years or decades of just being a faithful church member, being a faithful Christian sitting under good leadership, sitting under faithful people who can teach you. And so what it's done for me going forward as a senior, um, it's actually shaken up quite a bit of me trying to figure out what I should do after college or how long my view of ministry preparation should be, if that makes sense. No, totally. Yeah. What's uh, your favorite book that you've read? I really liked that Bobby Jameson book, Path to Being a Pastor. Um, I'm so used to reading such deep theology stuff that reading a a practical book like that where an older, wiser man is just super easily laying out wisdom for you to grab. There's a lot of good stuff to chew on, a lot of good discussion that came out of that. All right. Uh, I think what everybody wants to know, Jason, is uh, your opinion on who's the best staff member or pastor. Mm -hmm. Like if you could rank like top 10, um, I think that'd be really helpful. Top 10. Well, hold on. Should Should we give him categories first and then he can do an overall at the end? Like superlatives? Yeah, like who's the... Who's the best super- dressed? Yeah, who's the best dressed staff member? Best dressed. That's got to be Ryan. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Ryan's, Ryan's He clean. looks He's beyond clean. dapper. 
Yep. 90% of the time. All right. Uh, funniest. Oh, man. Alex. Thank you. Yeah. Alex. <laughs> Thank you. It was yeah. such a serious, like, somber moment in the elders meeting. And he just cracks some out-of-pocket comment that yeah. will... Yeah. I can't tell you how many elders meetings I sat in, and I'm trying to be serious, but I'm, like, concealing my laughing. Yeah because Alex said something yeah. and I just feel like a stupid intern that can't get control of himself. Or someone else Alex's says something that's, that's maybe borderline funny and then Alex makes a face Yeah, and you catch Alex's eyes <laughs> yeah. across the table. Yeah. That, that makes it that's tough what, to keep it straight. That's why I'm here. Uh, what else? Um, the holiest. The holiest. Um, oh man. I want to say Chase. No, that's good. I might, Chase, I might Chase throw Chase in only. there. Yeah. But if I'm being honest, if I could... If I could pick a, a staff member or an elder here that I could be when I grow up, I think it would be Chase. I want to be Chase. Yeah. I could be Chasen. Chasen. <laughs> Chasen. Yeah. What would be your power couple name? Yeah. <laughs> what, what about Chase? As you just reflect on what you've seen of Chase yeah. Yeah. As, a, as a pastor, as an elder, how he's conducting himself, what about him has been instructive to you? Yeah. I think Chase is one of those guys that kind of has the, how do I put this, kind of that indefinable quality of... He's a leader. People respect him as a leader. People, his words carry weight. People admire what he does and what he says, and he doesn't have to use a lot of words to do so. So it's kind of like he's not, he doesn't talk the most, but when he does talk, there's, there's a respect for him there. And I think he, he does a ton behind the scenes administratively, um, even being a visionary, thinking about things. So he, he has a, a big role as a leader in this church, but he's also so near and compassionate to the voices of anyone in the church who would yeah. recommend or suggest anything. So near I think, yeah, yeah, I admire like, Chase a lot. We like Chase. Yeah. All right. Who is your favorite bodybuilding musician mm-hmm. on staff? Um, let me think through my options okay. really quick. Yeah. You can get back to us on that one. Yeah, I will. Um, yeah, Wh- what else? Which pastor or elder would you most like to go on vacation with? Oh man. What kind of vacation is it? Like, am I trying to relax? Uh, yeah, yeah. It's not like a Disney park. You're not it's like. Funny. I immediately had okay. an answer to that. Really? Oh yeah. What was your answer? Tate. I that was that would have been <laughs> oh, my yeah. answer too. <laughs> yeah, that's a good one. That dude knows how to chill <laughs> and knows where to go, and yep. he would like have Eats a well, restaurant loves idea. Good food. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Josiah would be up there too. Yes, I agree. Yeah. Yeah. Those two guys. Yeah. Only if Josiah wears his banana shirt for the entire day. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, there it is. Made it on the podcast. That's staying in there. Good. Good. Um, I don't know how best to phrase this, but um, maybe some of our members have been just questioning or wondering, why should our church even do an internship? Just for, from your perspective as someone who... Yeah. What's the benefit? Is, yeah. For our church and for individuals yeah. to come do this. Yeah. Is it worth the effort? Yeah. Or give us a good argument. Why should we do it again? Coming from a young guy that aspires to ministry... And so I think about it. I'm in school for biblical and theological studies. Even someone in my shoes that has a desire to do it. And I'm at a Christian college in the seminary bubble. Um, I'm not just going to happen to become an elder or elder material by natural processes. And I don't think for most guys that's going to be the case. You know what I mean? Like, I think we need that, that guidance and instruction being humbled by sitting under faithful men who are doing that to guide us in that path and teach us the path of faithfulness to growing into that. Um, I think it's important for the church to do it because who else can train 
elders for a a body better than currently functioning elders in a body. Mm -hmm. And like I said, yeah, I think the main reason is just it's not going to happen by default. There's yeah. always going to be some admonition in someone's life that's needed or rebuke or instruction. And so trying the idea that someone's just going to become a qualified elder by their own means without being guided into it. Yeah, you kind of don't drift into it. Right. You need that hands-on direct discipleship. Right toward becoming a, a an elder, pastor, shepherd. Yeah. Um, and we want to be, so I'll chip in here, we want to be a net exporter of elders. So mm -hmm. we want to be helping raise up elders within our church and also those to go and serve in other churches. Mm -hmm. So that'd be a, a big reason we would want to continue to do this kind of thing, uh, not just for our church's benefit in the, in the short term, but mm -hmm. the church's benefit in the long term. Yeah. And I would, I would also add, um, my church in my hometown when they heard about this internship. What's your, what's your hometown? Alexandria, Kentucky. Alexandria. Middle of nowhere, small, quiet. Not like That's Albuquerque. Nice. Not like Albuquerque. Okay. Yeah. Not as nuts. Yeah. I can yeah. walk down the street and not have my head on a swivel <laughs> in Alexandria, Kentucky. That's boring. <laughs> yeah, it's boring. <laughs> You guys like to live on the edge. Yeah, you live in Mayberry. For my hometown church, that's a much smaller church. We don't have like a plurality of elders, like eight elders. We don't have that. Them hearing about a church that's willing to take on a guy to prepare him for ministry, prepare him, just let him be submerged kind of in the life of an elder to be instructed and taught. I mean, they were so blessed just to hear that a church is doing that. Yeah. So if you guys have the means, you guys have the... You guys have the spot in your church. You guys have the elder board to kind of take a guy under their wing. Man, keep doing it. Yeah. I've been blessed by it. Yeah. Do you have any other words of encouragement to to our church uh, just as you as you leave, just as a sending off a final message from Jason Daniel Bickers to Desert Springs Church? Yeah, I would say I've been a homebody my whole life. Whatever feels like home to me, I never want to leave it. I just want to kind of stick to that comfort. And so I had every expectation that coming out here, it would be 10 weeks of feeling like I'm working and learning and then I get to go back home and rest. Uh, but I'm like dreading going home. You mm. guys have made it. The elders, the members, the friends I've made and spent time with, uh, you guys have made it a very hard thing to leave and actually make me think about, man, how can I come back here? So yeah, thank you guys for that. You guys have been a sweet, encouraging, kind, hospitable, loving people. And I've learned from so many people at Desert Springs just by them living their lives faithfully. Yeah, I feel like in just 10 weeks, I love these people and I hate leaving them. That's great. Can you just, before we sign off, give us and our members ways we could be praying for you mm -hmm. as you're going back home and starting school pretty soon? Yeah, I would say, as Alex kind of mentioned, I'm in that that pivotal point in life where it's like, the clear path that's laid out in front of you of this, like you leave high school, now you're going to college. You kind of get four comfortable years of, you know, what's coming constantly. I'm at the end of that now where I'm, fin I'm getting ready to finish my last year and then stuff starts to get real. So just that as I enter that, I would appreciate prayer that I would be, that I would please the Lord in all my decisions of preparation for ministry of career vocation, what I do right after college to work also to continue 
being in the body of Christ and learning and growing and serving, just that I would be wise in those decisions and honor the Lord, um, that I would have a healthy view of I'm young and I need to be trained and I need to grow, but also not use my youth as an excuse to kind of run from hard things in ministry. So I would appreciate prayer for that, that the Lord would give me wisdom as I'm about to be making a lot of important decisions. Yeah. Amen. Well, the Lord bless you and keep you, brother. We've been blessed to have you and we'll be praying for you. And I'm sure our church will as well. And if you have any questions for us about the internship, uh, you can email info at dscabq.com and we'll forward those questions over to Alex, who's really been uh, the the brain uh, and the, the brawn behind this internship. So Alex, appreciate your work in making this happen. And um, this is a uh, this is a good trend. We've had a couple of podcasts in the last few weeks. Uh, Lord willing, we'll have more out soon. Uh, so we pray into that end. But for now, let's keep spreading God's glory broader and deeper. <laughs> <laughs>